0: Welcome to the School Communication Scoop by School Webmasters, your school's communication partners. I'm Bonnie Leedy, the CEO, and today I'll be talking about creating your school's communication plan. And I'll give you eight simplified steps to implement a school communication plan that will really make a difference. Effective school communication is essential to your school's reputation, community support, and student success. Without good communication with all of your audiences, you build unnecessary stumbling blocks that will affect trust, engagement, and even enrollment. What is a communication plan? It is simply a roadmap that you will use to get your message to the right audience at the right time by using the best channels. It is the process of creating a comprehensive plan that addresses the issues your school is facing and keeps your audience engaged in events and projects. Just as you would use a map or a GPS to take a trip to an unfamiliar location, you should use a map to reach your communication goals as well. That is what a school communications plan can deliver and it is well worth the effort, and yes, effort will be required. So why do schools need a communication plan? There are many benefits to working through a a communication plan, and there are a few benefits that I'll go over. Benefit number one, it fulfills your school's mission. A majority of schools have a mission statement or goals that they labored over, painstakingly developed, and recorded at some point. The whole idea behind a mission statement is to use it as your North Star. It will keep you pointed in the right direction through every effort, and that includes your communication strategies. If your projects, events, and programs don't tie into your school's mission statement, you risk diluting your school's brand and your school mission will become meaningless or worse, a lie. Benefit number two, clarifies and unifies your purposes. Your communication plan, like the map we mentioned earlier, will get you from where you are to where you would like to be. You will accomplish your goals. Keep your promises and fulfill your school's potential and your students' potential. The tactics you apply, while different for each issue, will get you to your desired destination just as each correct turn in the road will keep you from becoming hopelessly lost. Benefit number three, efficient use of resources. By using your staff's time and financial resources wisely, not duplicating efforts, but repurposing content, you will avoid wasteful and ineffective efforts. And by aligning your staff with your communication goals, which you've tied to your school's mission, of course, you will have everyone pulling in the same direction with consistent messaging and unity that will help you achieve your goals more quickly. And benefit number four, measuring your success. Once you've identified your audience's needs, how to reach them where they are, you can begin to measure the success of your plan. You will be able to stop wasting time on ineffective efforts and put your focus on what works. However, you must have a planned outcome to determine your success, and a communications plan helps you to keep that laser focus on your destination. So what's stopping you, or what are the common roadblocks? There are a few common pitfalls that you will want to avoid that can derail your communications projects, so watch out for these. Challenge number one, an unclear goal or vision. If your goal is vague and not clearly defined, or if those involved don't understand why this is important now and what its impact is on them, it may fail. Be sure that staff and others involved with your plan recognize its value and timeliness. Keep them updated on your progress and share any successes along the way. Keep them motivated and enthused and you'll find helpers and not hindrances. Challenge number two, a poorly structured plan. Don't wing it. Clearly define your purpose and why it matters. Be sure everyone understands the why behind the what so they can recognize the value and the benefits for the projects. Outline the specific steps, timelines, responsibilities, and outcomes for each step of the plan. Don't assume anything. Write it down and be sure those involved understand their roles. Challenge number three failing to gather lessons learned. Be sure to take a step back after any project or issue to evaluate how you've done. What might you improve? What should you avoid in the future? Share these lessons with others, particularly administrators, to continue to strengthen your communication efforts. Next, let's talk about drafting your school communication plan. Number one, challenge or opportunity summary. So that means what are the issues you need to address? This should be a high-level summary of the problems or opportunity you want to address. Be sure you also look at how this problem or opportunity ties in with your school's mission statement. Keep it brief, only one or two sentences. Topics for a communication plan should be a specific issue or a full organization strategy. Examples of typical issues are marketing your school, like enrollment decline, competition, school closures, back to school events, social media implementation, reputation enhancement, or a turnaround, increasing participation, parent engagement, override or levy issues, crisis in confidence or leadership, healing relationships or leaders and associations or unions, a crisis event management, or changing a focus on boundaries, grade levels, curriculums, or school types. Number two is research. To understand your situation, really understand it, you need to look at the issue from your audience perspective. That means you need to do a bit of research, both informal and formal, and see what their current opinion actually is. Methods include surveys, forums, advisory panels or committees, question-complaint tracking, website analytics, parent interviews, exit interviews, and enrollment interviews, case studies. Other schools have experienced a similar issue, for example. Check out your state's school PR association If you need to save money, be creative with your research gathering and take steps to make your plan more effective. Both formal and informal research is beneficial. Number three, situation analysis. Using a brief statement, describe what you know of the situation and why there is a need for the communication project. Include any information you know about your target audience and their needs and the preferences based on your research. Number four, is your communication goals and objectives. So with this, you're going to include the who, what, when, and how for your communications plan. A general plan will require broad goals, but a topic or issue-specific plan will be more targeted. Four parts to a good objective will include the audience, the behavior or action you expect from them, how you will measure the outcomes, and the time frame for the goal or objective. Number five is audience and messaging. Who to include, or your audience. Determine who is most affected by your topic, an individual issue, or an overall communications plan. Be sure to focus on those most immediately impacted, but don't forget employees, as they are often the most trusted resource for information and have huge influence with parents. They are your opinion leaders, as are the folks like school secretaries and board members. What is it you want your audience to know or understand? What do you want them to come away knowing? Watch your word choice and then use the perspective of your target audience regarding language, tone, word choice. Number six is channels. What channels will you use to get your message out? What method of communication will you use and with what frequency? How can you repurpose the content you will develop across a variety of channels to save time and money? Some of these channels include your school website, social media, your local media, your parent notification platforms, social media ads, flyers, downloadable content, your school calendars, signage, press releases, parent meetings, your governing board meetings, emails, newsletters, texts, and staff meetings. Number seven is responsibility. Who is responsible for the various tasks? These tasks might include content development, social media posting, graphic design, include deadlines for when these tasks are due. And number eight is the evaluation. How did your efforts perform? Did you move toward your goal? What worked well and what didn't provide results? How are you going to measure the success or failure of your communication efforts? So now you give it a try. As you can see, these steps are just logical progress toward creating and implementing a simple communication strategy. These steps aren't necessarily quick, and the whole process will take time, consistency and planning. You will follow these steps in this communications plan for each unique project or goal you want to achieve. And while there are more complex templates and detailed steps for each step in a communications plan, your first effort will benefit you most by keeping your format simple. In summary, it's as simple as, number one, summary statement, number two, research, number three, situation analysis, number four, your goals at a high level, and include your target audience, which is your stakeholder, your desired audience behavior, your timelines, including dates and times, and how you will measure the outcomes. Number five is audience messaging, a detailed version. Number six is channels, or the methods of communication you'll use. Number seven is responsibilities and assignments. And number eight is evaluation at the project end. For event or issue communications plans, consider using a simple spreadsheet and then calendar deadlines into your calendar and the calendars of anyone else assisting you with your project so you don't miss your targets or deadlines. For a more detailed format, you can also download a sample communications plan from our website at schoolwebmasters.com and go over to the Blogs area and look under Marketing. We have one for our schools, and you can edit it for your own needs. This one works well for those district-wide communication plans with more than one objective. And to learn more about how the various aspects of school communications factors into the effective outcomes, check out our blog article called Seven Strategies for Effective School Communications. That'll be a handy resource. For some tips handling crisis communication, then read when tragedy strikes at your school and school communication management and how prepared is your school for some tips these are all blogs on our uh, website so please check those out so there you have it simple steps for creating your school's communication plan if you need help you know we're here for you so please reach out We have services to help you integrate them all for the best-in-class communication strategy that will help you and your school stand out from the crowd. So, happy communicating. Thanks for stopping by. We'll see you on the next podcast. This is Bonnie. Until next time.